Let's recap. Last night, we lost my car, we accepted stolen money from a transsexual stripper, and now some space nerds want us to find something we can't pronounce. I hate to say it, Chester, but maybe we should cut back on the shivying. Thanks, dude. Oh, good. You're right on time. Uh, you pick up special suits. Huh? Mr. Lee, Taylor, make special suits for you. Come on. <laughs> Dude, you got a tattoo! What? <laughs> so did you, dude! No! <laughs> oh! Dude, what does my tattoo say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude! What does mine say? Swing! Idiot! Your tattoo says dude. Your tattoo says sweet. Got it? We are back with SBS Fly Fishing Podcast, and this is a very Jay-centric intro music tonight. Let me tell you guys. <laughs> uh, I don't think so, Tim. Hey, dude, where's my car? Oh, jeez. Sweet! <laughs> dude! That's, that's stellar. So, oh, Jay, yeah. All right. Be- do before we do plugs. Really quick? Yes, before we do plugs, I want to hear all about, dude, where's my car? All right, so... Friday. And, I, and, and if you'll do it justice, I'm coming in for, for backup. <laughs> oh, let's let's get the, the funny So, no, yeah, short after, after, after work, you know, uh, uh, Friday, I had a lot of stuff on my mind. I'm getting a ton of stuff for uh, drywalling and flooring for my house, you know, my kitchen remodel. And, you know, I, I, I go to Lowe's, meet my dad, and we load up all the stuff. And he's got a trailer and everything. Well, I just jump in the car truck with him and... <laughs> Don't think twice about it and, you know, just sail away, you know, we're going to go, Chad called me, hey, we're on the way, Chad, hey, you're going to be up there for a second, help us get this shit on the Were you in the store, like an hour or something? Probably 45 minutes, yeah. So, and, you know, a couple, a couple, uh, you know, a couple drinks after work, you know, go up there and then you forget your car in the parking lot. <laughs> it, but, but listen, proceeded to not know anything about it all well, the way till this morning. <laughs> No, no, not this morning. <laughs> Yesterday morning, yes, Saturday morning, I wake up and my wife's like, I'm like, I gotta go do a couple things. Da, 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 da. She's like, you know, your car's not here. <laughs> and so I'm what like, the fuck you mean, lady? And I'm like, <laughs> I, like I honestly, I jump up out of bed and like pull up in the blinds and stuff. And I'm like, what do you mean my car's not out there? I'm looking around. And I'm like, 
Oh, shit. I left my car at Lowe's. Oh, my God. I can't believe I left my car at Lowe's. And I'm like, oh, thank God they didn't tow it. Luckily, your wife works, like, right next door to Lowe's. <laughs> yeah, she went and saw it was there, and my mom took me to go get it. <laughs> you, you never drop you off. I had my mom drop me off. Hey, Mom. <clears throat> Guess what I did. But I needed I needed a couple things anyway. I needed an Allen wrench. Set of Allen wrenches and a few other things. So. At least you knew where it was. I had to hunt mine down one time. No, I know. We were exactly looking at my, my my stomping grounds. I was like, "Here, drive me around here." Ah, nothing. Let's go get my debit card. I left somewhere. We had to do that. I had a few wild wild nights because dude, where my car is a real thing. This wasn't a. <laughs> this one's so wild. It was just. Yeah. I just for, brain farted. I got you know you're thinking of like 800 things and sizes and a million measurements and how much of this and how much of that and. Of all, I the, even messed of all up. the things you forgot, I'm not surprised though you forgot your car. No, drives I could just drives, see you here, too, drives like, to the store with your dad and just and just goes home. Yeah. Lo- loads up and that's, I, I could that's tell pretty him, bad. Dude. It would have been a no recollection in your mind that you even had a car there at no, that point. No, no, I just jumped in. Hey, let's go. <laughs> We're going home. You're like a doggy in a passenger window. But the, the funny part is that was your dad never. S- no, I know. He said he was even saying today. So we like, see where Jay gets it from. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying, mind you, he's with his dad. Two two guys lost at the the lumber store. My dad was rocking uh, the uh, what oh, what was he playing today, Chad? Sticks. Oh, he was rocking sticks so loud. I don't think I even like my brain couldn't think right even <laughs> here and think I had a car. Yeah, it was yeah a little brain fart. It was very surprising on Saturday morning when I woke up. My wife told me there was no car there. <laughs> but you know, all worked out for the. Better. You thought one of the the neighbor omelets uh. Stole it. I'm like, dang, the one of the Amish kids, yeah, were they riding the, you know what? I didn't know. They go for a joyride? What's going on? Damn, damn, oh, God. Good story, bud. D- yeah, yeah. Don't do it again. Hey, <laughs> when got my car, Uncle Bob came to the house, and, you know, we, we ripped, tore up the whole floor on Saturday. Good times. It's a great story. Yeah. We'll get into more so of you're that. riding home from here with, he's going to hitch a ride with your wife, leave yeah. your car here. Yep. I have to pick up my car here in the morning, Chad. We'll get into more home improvement talk, hence the home improvement theme song after uh, our guest tonight, Matt Dixon, from Muskie's Inc. Chapter sixty four, the Nittany Mount Ma- or Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance. Uh, tonight's gonna be pretty Muskie centric, talking about the Beast of the East mainly. Um, the time for registration is now, like chop chop, and if anyone hasn't ever fished a Beast of the East and wants to. It is a goddamn blast. We do it every year. This is gonna be what Jay and mine's fourth year, and Mark's third year. So, if you guys want to do it, it's a goddamn blast. Um, it's fun getting to see a bunch of people you don't get to see all the time. You know, trade some stories from the year, just see what you've been up to, and it's good water. I mean, you're not fishing junk musky water. You're fishing prime. Whether you're on the lake or the river, it's awesome. I know they, uh, they're doing something a little more with the dinner, too, this year. I think dinner's at, like, a restaurant and stuff. And I don't know about all of that. I didn't get the email yet. I'm but, pretty sure I read that in the email. But we're going to talk to Matt tonight about yeah. it. I know there's a couple rule changes that we're going to have to go over. Um, it They're all for the betterment of the fishermen. Like, flies not getting barbs pinched anymore and stuff. So... It's all good stuff. Um, tonight's show brought to us by Predator Fly Gear. Go check them out, predatorflygear.com. Speaking of barbs, A-Rex hooks. Yeah, man. A-Rex hooks.com. Sims Fishing. Find them at simsfishing.com. 
Also, check Yeti out at Yeti. Uh, they got the, the tough shit for all you fishermen out there. But And check my man Mark here out at Urban Fly Company. That's a .com also. And that's where you can find the feathers from Joel and Allsdorf Genetic. Hopefully Mark's going to show us some, <coughs> some good feathers soon, right? There's only a little bit left. So get them while they're hot. Quick. And check out... There's some nice ones on a musky fly Mark's holding right now. Oh, yeah. Check out Why Not Fishing um, at whynotfishing.com. And they also have an app. It's a, like a social media gathering place for uh, for fishermen. It's called The Dock. Check it out. <clears throat> but yeah, Mark, uh, he has a pretty sexy ass fly in his hand. Mm, I've been on a black <clears throat> kick lately. It's is it like, bigger? <coughs> no, no. <laughs> Did you swim it? You swim that? No, I just tied it. No, standard Buford. About all black and red. It's just er, everything this year. Every pretty much across the board, I've been fishing was black, and it's worked well. So you're on the Eric Gryaski kick. Yeah, that that's his color. That's combo. his color. Yeah, black absolutely. and red, or, orange and black. You know. Yeah. I mean, even like yesterday, I was fishing in dirtier water with high sun. That black coming through the water, I mean, you can see that thing coming from a mile away. So that's silhouette for all them fish looking up. It's so easy to see. You can see it anywhere through the water column. So you went to a different spot. Um, <clears throat> give it a little bit of a tease. We'll come back to it after uh, after our guest tonight. Yeah. Got to fish with one of our uh, previous guests on the show, which we'll get into a little more after on yeah, different water. It's not not like anything that we typically fish. Uh, a lot shallower than I'm used to, but temperatures were good. So you had 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 activity. But it was definitely a fun place. I'm looking forward to going back to it again. So uh, one of our other buddies, uh, one of my partners for the Beast of the East, Pat. Yeah, he got he musky today. Decent, decent fish, too. It was mm-hmm. a good-looking fish. That was a pretty fish. Yeah, real Clean. nice. Yeah. Real clean. Mm-hmm. He, he called me while I was uh, hanging drywall at Jay's house today. He's like, what are you doing? I said, hanging drywall? He's like, guess what I did? I said, well, if you're calling me and asking me something like that, I'm guessing you caught a musky, Pat. He's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> That's the first one for him in a bit, huh? Uh, he had a funny story about it, too. Uh, I will get to it after, uh, after our guest tonight. But he threw... Someone from the Beast of the East out of the boat. <laughs> not on purpose. Like, huh. not, hey, you, get out of the boat. Like, it was like, oh, oh, fish. And they went, oh, 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 and splash. <laughs> Where are your life vests? <laughs> fishing with, fishing with this happen. guy. So, so not quite like what I did to you then. No. I didn't, you didn't get launched. No, he didn't get launched, but he got ejected. <laughs> so That was a good day for a swim. It, yeah, it was a good day for a swim. It, it could be worse. It could be October. Yeah. Be none of that beast. <laughs> so, what do you guys think? Do we want to go take a break, uh, crack some more beers, and come back with our guest? Absolutely. We're getting some plan. fishing talk after that. Yeah, absolutely. And we are bat- back with Matt Dixon. What's going on, Matt? Not much. How you guys doing? Oh, we're doing great tonight. So, hey, uh, can you fill us in a little bit with your background? For the people that haven't heard the last two uh, Beast of the East recaps. 
I will do that. I'm uh, the president of the Nittany Valley Muskie Association. And the reason we're on here tonight is because we hold the Beast of the East Muskie Fly Fishing Tournament. It's held the first weekend in October. Um, it's in Warren. And this will be our fifth annual. That's Warren, Pennsylvania. That is correct. Sorry. That's fine. And uh, uh, the, the, first, the first week in October is what? The third, fourth, and fifth? That is correct. The, we will have a mandatory captain's meeting on Thursday the 3rd. It's at 7.30. It's at the Days Inn in Warren. And then uh, follow that with two days of hard fishing. Friday the 4th and Saturday the 5th. So when's the fishing hour fishing hours on sat or on Friday are 7 a.m. to 6. So you got a lot of casting to do there. And then we follow that up with the, the Saturday hours or seven to four with a dinner and award ceremony uh, following that up. My arm hurts already. When I know when is uh, <laughs> and registration for that. What's uh what's the last date? Somebody can get their stuff and get a package. The, the last day of registration we have is is um, September. 13th which is a friday um and i'm sure that's a postmarking to get the get it mailed in but uh we will need to have it postmarked by friday september 13th which is not very far away and what does someone have to do to get the registration packet uh you can email me at n as in nancy or a nitney v as in valley m as in musky a as in alliance Inc. Inc. Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance Inc. NVMA Inc. at gmail.com. That's going to be the easiest way. Uh, we have a lot of um, Facebook. We're on Facebook quite a bit, so that would be a nice place to go and look at it too. And we can, you can message me through that uh, or email at that email address. And uh, what what's the registration cost? Because I know. Three of us at this table have been doing it for the last four years, and every penny is worth it. Well, we raised it up this year, so hopefully it's still worth it. So both, both those pennies are worth it. Yeah. It's $125 per person. Um, we do have, you know, it's it's limited to two- and three-person teams. We don't have any individuals fishing it. Um, there are, you're only allowed to fish two people at a time. So you have three people in a boat, but only two can be fishing. Uh, with your $125, you get a meal, uh, the Saturday at the awards banquet. And then we also give you a coupon for, um, a place in Warren's called ribs and bones Friday night. I don't know if you guys took advantage of that last year and ate there. Yeah, we did um, really good food. Um, and, and we give you like a $15 gift, gift card, uh, which I think covers pretty much your whole meal. Um, so you get shirts and, you know, a lot of other little pick or, uh, stickers and stuff for for that entry fee. And then, like I said, the meal at the end. And they're always handing out uh, beer tickets at the at the final. We uh, do. Yeah, you do get a couple beers with your with your yeah. meal. And if uh, by chance I would happen to be one of the top three teams, I always buy a round or two for, for everybody as well. <laughs> and that's been uh, likely to so happen could, the last couple years, right? You guys can root for me. What's that? <laughs> so that that's happened the last couple of years, too. It has. Yeah, I've been pretty fortunate. Uh, last year, I think we were second. The year prior to that, we were first. 
So let's get into that. Um, what what's the fishing actually like? What what are some of the waters that that are open for the uh, the beast? All right. So the the main water, what I think is the main water, but it's you know it doesn't always produce the most fish. Is the uh, the Allegheny River from the outflow at Kinzu down to Franklin, and off the top of my head, you know that's in that sixty couple miles of Allegheny River there. The uh, Tynesta Lake is also in it, and then the outflow of Tynesta Lake down to the confluence with the Allegheny, the tailwater, is um, part of the tournament waters as well. And as you guys know, the uh, the lake and the outflow pr- produced quite a few fish last year. So uh, the lake did well, real yeah. well. The outflow did real well as well. Oh, I yeah. think those guys, <laughs> there was a lot of the fish caught below the dam there at Tynesta. But, I, you know, a lot of that had to do with the river being so high. Yeah, once you got down past a certain spot in the river, it was just a mud flow, and it really messed the bottom part of the river up. You can get it. There was a nice section up above, but still to float, because I floated the river last year. But how do you calculate, you know, the winter? Uh, is it biggest fish, or how does all that happen, and what do you, what do you guys do? It, the, the winning team is, is done on a point system. We've changed it a little bit from years in the past. Um, this year, any fish 30 inches and over will get one point per inch. We will be measuring to the half inch this year. I don't think we measured to the half inch last year. Everything was rounded up, but we will be doing half inches this year. Any fish under 30 inches will only get you one half a point. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. The way I explained that. Okay. And then, uh, the accumulation of your points as a team highest highest the team with the highest amount of points wins the tournament and so forth see this is all hypothetical to us because three <laughs> of us have fished this tournament for the last three years still have yet to land a fish <laughs> <laughs> so it's all hypothetical to us ah uh, you get it no mark mark, mark, mark landed a fish in the yeah in the oh, yeah, yeah. Year. yeah yeah he's a poser year year before yeah year before I like. Oh. And then we also give out awards for the three biggest fish to boot. So you got you got team awards, and they, they pay cash for the top three teams. And then the three largest fish will receive um, gift prizes. I, I think last year, I think we gave out, I think, Costa Sunglasses to the... Yeah. To, no, I don't remember what it was. I'm off on that. And, uh, I don't remember what we gave out for prizes on the on the top three biggest fish. But you're still giving away prize gifts. This yeah, they're, year. and they're usually pretty nice. I know I know we've given out rods in the past for the biggest fish, um, but I, I really don't know what we're giving out this year. Our, our prize package isn't complete yet. So anybody wanting to donate to that, they can get a hold of me as well. Uh, speaking of that, I know you probably have some people that you've already set up as far as you know, giving things for people to win. What are some of the uh, sponsors? All right. Well, that's, I've got a list here and, and most of these guys have sponsored in the past. Um, Costa sunglasses. I just mentioned is, is one again, they're on board again. Reddington is another one on board. Rio lines, rep your water. Yeti coolers is a nice one. Loon outdoors. I think some of you guys may have heard of this company, Urban Fly Company. No, I've never heard of them. Never heard of them? Well, they're they're on board this year. That's nice. Um, 
Sound, yeah, sounds so, pretty so new to me. That. It's nice to get an upstart. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Jake Vilwak has donated a, a trip this year again as well. I know Relentless Fly Fishing. So he, he has donated a, another trip. Um, and we still have some other ones we're working on. TCO Fly Shop and State College gave us a nice donation as well. Nice. Um, but we're always looking. Like I said, if, if anybody out there wants to uh, get a hold of us and, and donate, we would gladly accept it. I know last year our prize package, um, the total amount of money that we had um, gathered was about six or $7,000 worth of prizes, and that was predominantly through donations. This year, I know we're going to be we've we've upped our budget as far as what we will pay for and stuff this year so we do have some other prizes we'll be paying for i know we're gonna have a couple bump boards again with our logo on it i think uh think somebody on your group there won one of those before as well yeah we did yeah so those are nice um and some other things we're talking about maybe doing a little bit of artwork uh, getting a signed print or something along that lines so that's that's something we're we have in the works as well and I'll tell you what, that, that banquet on, was it Saturday night? There's yes. not more fun and not, there's nowhere in the west or uh, eastern part of the country that you'll find more fishy guys together than at that banquet. There is a lot of plaid and beards in there, yeah. Is there prizes for non, non uh, I guess, musky fish? Well, we've done that in the past, and I... You know, I don't know that we've actually discussed that. Probably will be again. Um, I know last year we we did eliminate the Esox family from that, so it had to be something other than a northern pike. Um, Thank God. And I, pike I, keep you know, winning. we haven't finalized that yet, but I suspect we will do that again for the largest non-Esox fish cod. So I know last year that's the only way this guy like over here to thirty-one inch walleyes. So how'd you guys? Uh, determine who won that they're all 31 inch what yeah. would you guys do go by the first one registered or exactly yep it goes down to the time the first one caught and registered is is the winner um but yeah i thought it was pretty amazing that three three walleyes 31 inches were caught in it and one well, there's 130 as well I okay thought, i believe you yeah i, th- <laughs> I, thought, I thought dave caught a 30 yeah dave, yeah. dave caught a 30 that's a, uh, along with you all the musky and, uh, You, Grassy, and somebody else caught a 31. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave's fish don't count. No. <laughs> no. They're fun, though. Oh. It'll wake you up. True. Sure. Yeah, I thought it was a musky right away, you know, immediately. <laughs> musky, that was the first thing that hit my mind. And I'm like, oh, it's not. But then I was like, ah, jeez. That's a big one. Yeah. If I would have had a place to store it in a cooler with ice, I would have bonked it. I'm glad Jake. <laughs> I'm glad Jake caught that one because I would have bonked it, and I would have brought it back, and we would have had uh, fried walleye nuggets at the hotel. Everybody says those big ones aren't very good tasting. It was a big female, that's for sure. <laughs> big breeding female. Well, my thought is, if you're not fishing for them, you can't keep them. Exactly. But they're... I've been with my brother when he's caught a like a 34 inch one. I made him throw it back. Nah. <laughs> and he loves to eat them so that's a hell of an inland fish man yeah yeah that's a big one so how often you and your brother get out to go fishing you know what i mean just as tournament or you guys fish often 
No, we fish quite a bit together, and we do we do some traveling. Um, we do go, like I said, I talked to you guys earlier. We we do go down and fish the PMTT and in, in Cave Run Lake in Kentucky every spring. Um, but usually, I'll try and get home and, and fish with them. I don't know. I bet we fish six, eight, ten times a year, and then we do a couple trips as well. We got uh, we got a trip coming up in middle of September. It's usually in Canada, but this year we we had to back out of the Canada trip. We're just actually, we're going to go up and fish the upper Allegheny for, for five days, probably pre-fish it uh, for the beast. Speaking of that, you had mentioned a, a Canada connection for the beast of the East. Do you want to get into that or we keep it down in the DL? Well, I'll give a, a little, a little bite on it. I guess the monster mash it's held up in Ontario, Canada. Uh, the guys that run that have been part of our beast tournament in the past and, and, I'm trying to get in communications with them about maybe opening up a reciprocating winner of our tournament gets a free entry into theirs and winner in their tournament gets a free entry into ours. We did do that in the past with a uh, hardly strictly muskie out of Tennessee. Nobody took advantage of it. Um, and it kind of gotten dropped and, and I don't know the connections there. So, but the, the guys from Canada, like I said, I've kept in communication with them since they fished the beast and, um, it's a heck of so a it's in the works right too. now. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but it, it's it's out there. Yeah, that's a lot closer than Tennessee for for the Pennsylvania guys, at least. It is. It is. It's on Stocko Lake in in Canada, Ontario, and it's. I I think they probably have spots still open if anybody wants to run up there and fish to that. It's uh, it's the end of October at some point. The twenty fifth, I think, is the date on it. It's a two day tournament as well. It's yeah. a Saturday Sunday. I mean, we had a good, almost for right around 14 hours getting to the Hardly. Yeah, that's a long drive. Up where they're at in Ontario, we go near that uh, when we go to Canada, and it's probably an eight-hour drive at most, seven to eight hours. So, yeah, considerably uh, shorter. So this year for the Beast also, are we still not allowed to use trebles, correct? Correct, no, correct on that. And do we cover... Uh, the barbs? We are taking that rule out. Um, I'm not sure how many people followed that rule in the past. And well, to Everybody. Eliminate, I'm sure everybody. Yeah, I'm sure everybody. <laughs> um, so to uh, eliminate any conflict, we're just eliminating it. So, but yeah, still no treble hooks. No, no worms or, or minnows either. Okay. Um, is there any other rule changes? Uh, no, I think that was, that was it. The point system and the barbless hook rule is gone. I think that's the, uh, the only little changes that we did. And, you know, we're, we're trying to improve this thing every year. And at the end of the tournament, we ask, you know, everybody to fill out a, a form that gives us some insight on their thoughts. If there's anything we can do to improve it. Um, and we're always looking to do that. So if anybody has any insights, anything that can make this thing go better and have, you know, make you guys have more fun, you know, that's what we want to do. Um, we limit it to 50 boats. It would, I'd love to get it to the point where we're turning people down because we have too many people. You we're said, not there yet. But, what was that again? Um, 50 you I, said limit? I think it's 50 boats. Gotcha. 50 boats. And that's, we have to do the permitting and stuff. We do it well in advance, and I think that's what we're limited to is 50 boats. How, how many was last year? How many teams were there? I think we, we were right around 22 or 23 teams. We had 50, um, 
50 participants, but only 22, 23 boats. It was the exact same number of participants as the year before, I think with one or two fewer teams actually though. And at this point on August 25th, how are we sitting boat count? Um, not very well right now. I, I don't know the total count. Bob, our uh, treasurer who does so much work for this that it's unbelievable. He does everything. So a big shout out to Bob. Um, he gets all the uh, applications sent into him. He's in Canada right now. The last I spoke, I only know of about four or five teams that had registered. I know of about six or seven, including myself, that are going to register but haven't sent it in yet. Everybody mm-hmm. likes to hold on to their money There's a little two, bit longer. Two boats at this table that still need to register also. Yeah. yeah, and I've got, you know, the streamer junkies, the guys that won it last year. I know they have two teams. They haven't gotten in it yet. There's uh old couple guys, the Tim from Ohio, that's always in it. I'm sure those guys will be getting in it. There, there's a lot of teams out there that have committed, but not to the point where they've sent in their applications yet. Hey, uh, if anyone can get in before Dave and the streamer junkies to, to keep them out, <laughs> come on, chop, chop, <laughs> let's go, guys. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to need a lot. Dave will be need number 51. Yeah, um, but he is always one of the late latter uh, entries. So, you know, if we ever get to that point, he might be one of the ones setting out, wishing he sent it in earlier. I'm not surprised. <laughs> you know how many times he snuck out the back door or snuck around somewhere and got out of coming on this show? He's like three for three now. And Dave does all of our uh, soliciting for prizes. Him and I think Jake actually helps him out. Yeah, they do a great uh, Bill, job with Bill that. Walk, and they do a great job yeah. of of uh, soliciting these guys to get us donations and stuff. So you see, you got those guys. Give them a big thanks. Hey, Matt, you you kind of dive into both with PMTT and see the gear side and the fly side. Where do you see the fly fishing for Muskie? I mean, you think it's going to keep growing, or you just can see a lot of people kind of diving into it and getting out of it quick? Oh. Uh, well, I think it's going to keep growing, but you know, it's, it, you know, you guys know it's frustrating if <laughs> musky musky themselves are frustrating, whether you're throwing gear or, or flies. And if your first, uh, encounter with them is, is through a fly, well, you know, it could be, it could be numerous trips before you ever hook one and land one. So, you know, I think you could, you could lose some guys that start into it, but as a whole, it's, you know, I think that fly, musky fly fishing is growing um, strong still. I, I don't, I don't know for sure, but that's, that's my opinion. And I, you know, you got guys like me that are, I'm about 50, 50. I throw, throw both. Um, and it's typically, you know, if I'm on moving water, I'll throw, throw flies. And if I'm on a lake, I throw a lot of conventional. Um, now if you get on a lake and you're moving fish, I'll, I'll switch over to to fly, but it's, you know, you're just, waving that wand out there sometimes, you know, aimlessly and it's, it, it gets frustrating. So, but on, on the lake or on the rivers, I think you can pinpoint them a little bit more accurately and, and narrow down your casting and not have to do as much. But, um, that's, that's my thoughts on it. I will say this as a guy that doesn't throw musky gear a lot. It's not much easier <laughs> on your body. No, it's not. It really isn't. No. And yeah, I, I agree with that. And if you're good at casting with the fly rod, it's 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 probably not any more difficult or hard. Or you, I know a couple of years ago, I had bruised ribs, I think, from because I yeah, do I that hip that. casting and stuff. 
Are you seeing like gear guys starting to transition to flies? We do have some guys in our club that um, that are. We have. Um, I know two teams that are going to come up and fish this. That you know they're gear guys and uh, they've gotten into it and, and they like fishing competitively. Um, but I mean they're and they've trout fished you know with the fly rods and stuff in the past, so they're not a novice to the fly rod but they are to the flock to the muskies and and one of these guys is a you know he's a troller he makes his own custom lures and does a great job and and i saw him post a picture the other night he said he popped his cherry on a on the fly he got a it was a pretty nice fish it was probably a mid 40s his first one on the fly so he's gearing up for the beast so you gotta get him to donate some lures to the beast of the east uh, prize table Oh, we, I could get some, but I don't think anybody's going to throw them. <laughs> yeah, I, I doubt it also. You know, he knows a guy. No guy. Huh? We know a guy. I'll throw I'll throw some gear out there. <laughs> Big lures. Oh, I bet he could. He, this guy does a fabulous job of, of making lures and painting them. It's, it's called Lynchham, Lynchham Lures. You get on and, on and look at his paint jobs. They're phenomenal. Oh, I've seen plenty I mean, of his work. That guy's lights out. Yeah, that's a number yeah, one. I've seen plenty of his stuff. He's good. Yeah, he's he's one of our members. He's going to come up and fish the beast. Nice. Uh, Craig's a good guy, and, and I'm sure if I asked, we could get some lures. You, you think we ought to have some on the table? Wouldn't hurt. I, I know Dunn yeah. would probably put a whole pile in there for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know that. Well, I'll talk to Craig. I'm sure he'll he'll donate. If anything, you could, you could put it, frame it, and that maybe some art. Put it in a little box, frame box. Yeah, put it in a shadow box right underneath the fly. Yeah. <laughs> so, Matt, uh, if you're on the Ganey, the the main water for the Beast of the East, what what are the uh, the main boat options that guys are running? I think you know some of those guys are running drift boats, and I don't I don't have a drift boat. Um, I don't know that much about them, but I'm sure you can run that pretty much anywhere. We're on it. We're running a, a jet, and I think a lot of those guys are as well. I know streamer junkies are running a jet, um, but I, I think a lot of those guys are still drifting it. I don't. We do have um, we do have the access to, um, you know, if you're going to drift it, we can get you from one point to the other point. So, um, don't be afraid to to come with your drift boat, and we'll we'll take care of getting you from the uh takeout point back up to your vehicle or whatever we need to do so you guys we are do offering, offer you guys are offering shuttles again this year yeah that's the word i was looking for that i was beating all around yep yeah <laughs> okay what you and your uh your dad runs it or no that's is, actually nor norm, norm which is yeah yeah that that was patrick's father patrick was the, the first president of our club so norm norm usually comes out and helps us with the tournament and does a lot of the shuttle work and then bob also our treasurer um, helps with the shuttles. So that, th that's something we need you to have sign up for in advance, so we know who we need to shuttle and where we need to shuttle them from, and and go from there. If someone needs to shuttle, who do they get hold of? Do they get a hold of you? Yeah, they'll have to talk to us at the at the at the captain's meeting. So if they're gonna if they're gonna need it for Friday, they've got to come to the captain's meeting and let us know that Thursday night that they need it for Friday, and where they're gonna be at, and then the same thing for. Saturday, they'll have to get in touch with us, and we'll give them a contact number. It'll either be Corey or myself, or probably Bob, and we'll have that information on the 
on some paperwork that we give out at the at the registration at the captain's meeting. So um, I don't know how many people in the past have taken advantage of the shuttle service. I don't think a whole lot, but um, it's available. I remember our first year doing it, we had Norm shuttle. We did a, a group of two drift boats going down the Ganey, and Norm shuttled one of the, the drift boat guys' cars for us. So it, it works out great, and it's a nice feature for the tournament. Yeah, and and like I said, we just need to know in advance. That's the only thing we ask for, and, and we'll work with that. Um. Oh shoot! I just totally lost my train of thought. Um. So, is there anything, anything else that's changed? Your uh, just some regulations, few different vendors. No, I maybe. think everything's everything's pretty much the same as it's been in the past. Um, you know, our headquarters will be at the Days Inn in Warren. Um, fish on Friday and Saturday, 7 a.m. to 6 on Friday, 7 a.m. to 4 on Saturday. Friday, we don't have any requirements for, for you guys to be at any meetings or anything. So Friday night, you're pretty free. Um, Thursday night, we have the mandatory captain's meeting. Saturday, um, the awards and dinner. So Friday, you can use your ribs and bones um, coupon and go out and, and eat there. And if you don't want to do that, you don't have to do that. Can we get that uh, contact information one more time for the package? Yeah, the, the web address or the email address to email me is nvmainc at gmail, Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance, Inc. at gmail.com or through our Facebook page. You can get on it and message, um, message us on there and we'll get you what you need. Deadline deadline to have that in is, is Friday, September 13th. And that's, what, two weeks, three weeks away? Really close. Going to fly and we, up We have us. to do that. I mean, I know that's, you know, that's a, almost a month in advance, but we need to do that to get all of our counts to the hotels and get our shirt counts in and, and do all that stuff. That's, that's why we have a, um, you know, a cutoff date. Speaking of shirt counts, are you guys still having the, the same uh, Beast of These logo? We will. Yeah. And we'll, you know, that's, that's one thing that as this thing grows and and we get a little bit more income from it, we might, you know, look at getting a little bit nicer shirts instead of t-shirts. That's something in the future, not probably this year. Um, You know, some tech shirts or some long sleeve, you know, UV shirts and stuff like that. But this year I think we're still obligated to uh, get t-shirts. This, this is our biggest fundraiser for our club. I think last year, we profited like $3,000, but I'm going to tell you where that money goes. Uh, this in October, this will be our first year. We're purchasing muskies from Wisconsin and we're stocking 612 to 15 inch, uh, fish in, in Kerwinsville Lake. And those fish costs us are going to cost us over $12 a fish. So and those, our, are pure, our, right? those will be purebreds. Yes. So our first stocking, that's going to cost us over $7,000. Um, and it's taken us a couple of years to, to get enough money to even do that initial stocking. Um, we have gotten some grants through Muskie's Inc. We got a $2,500 grant this past year that we have to use this calendar year. And we're using it to supplement the, uh, the money for the stocking of Kerwinsville. So after um, that, is there another lake 
you know, in the plans after Kerbinsville? Well, right, right now, what we have a, a an obligation. We we committed to a, a three year or a three stocking. I won't say three years because it's going to happen every other year um, through the state. The state's going to continue to stock on even calendar years. There are tiger muskies in there. We are going to supplement that with stocking the purebreds on the odd calendar years starting this year. And we've committed to doing three stockings with them as long as we can maintain the funds and do that. Um, and after that, they're going to evaluate the success of the fish in there. And then they may change their stocking program for that lake and go to purebreds. Uh, as a club, that's what we really want to see. You guys know that they'll get below the dam. The Susquehanna River, the West Branch of Susquehanna is what feeds Kerwinsville Lake. So there's a chance they could run up there. So our thoughts with the purebreds is that... You know, they could get out. Nature happens, as, as you know, people say. Uh, there could be some repro uh, reproduction. But that, that's why we want to get purebreds in there. Um, we think that there's a chance that they could do some reproducing. And, and quite honestly, I'd rather catch a purebred than a tiger. But that's where we're at. Um, you know, currently we have about 65 members in our club. Um, and we do pretty much whatever the club wants. If you know, whatever the majority of the people want, if, if after two stockings or three stockings, um, you know, we get a group together and they said, well, let's, let's do this. That's what we're going to do. So it's kind of a, you know, we're, we do pretty much whatever the club wants to do. So majority speaks there. And speaking of stocking and the Pennsylvania, uh, fish commission, um, you had also mentioned that there might be a chance that we might have a guest speaker on the Thursday at the, uh, the captain's meeting. We're working on that as well. We had, I've spoken with, um, Jared Sayers, the head guy at the Linesville fish hatchery. He's the guy who does the, um, the muskie program there. He has given me the okay that he would be willing to come down and speak to us. I'm just trying to work when we can get them in there that we can get, you know, everybody available to talk to them or to listen to them. Uh, currently I'm thinking that we may do it the Thursday after the captain's meeting. Uh, if, if you guys have never listened to Jared, very informative, very interesting. Um, you know, I'd like to give them, you know, probably upwards to two hours. Um, and that may sound like a lot, but once this guy starts talking, uh, just a wealth of knowledge, very interesting on the way they've developed the, uh, rearing of the muskies. Um, you know, it's pretty groundbreaking and, and extremely interesting. And a lot of the other states have taken the findings that Jared's, uh, done and are implementing that into their stocking programs as well. Yeah, I believe you're correct there. I think he's actually gone and talked to several different states and showed them how he's he's gotten them to eat the, you know, the dry food and everything, which, you know, apparently was a, a problem with the uh, onslaught of starting to stock to raise muskies. They wouldn't take the dry food. And he developed a way of getting the fish to do that and take that. So, yeah, he's kind of has uh, done some groundbreaking work, it sounds like. And and. His knowledge is unbelievable, and you, you you can ask him questions about because he does the trap netting. He tell you where, you know, 
where the big fish are, what the biggest fish he's ever seen. And um, just extremely interesting and informative. Another question, you know what I mean? Uh, if somebody's coming from out of town, what are some of the lodging options that, you know, somebody can find? Is there some places to tent? Do you know anywhere, like, or do you have a list of places that, you know, you would tell somebody to go to? Well, the only thing I have is the days in and warm that I know of up there. We do have a block um, available to us. There is a there's a discounted rate through, you know, just let them know you're with the beast. I don't have a number to get a hold of, but it's the days in and worn. It's on, I think, I think it's Ludlow Street. Um, I know some of the guys stay at some campsites up there. Um, and I don't, I think it's primitive camping. I don't know. I don't know that for sure. And, and one reason I don't know is I stay at a camp in Tidu, so I've never had to look for a room. So I, I don't know of all the, um, uh, places that you can stay in and warn other than the days in. Sorry. We're doing the same. We're staying at a camp in Tynesta, right? Yep. TDU, Tynesta area. Yep. Not too far. And that, that's, TDU, it's nice. It's, you know, kind of centrally located. Still, we got to run up to Warren and, you know, I do a lot of, we do a lot of fishing in Tynesta, so you run back down there, but it, it's, that's not a bad commute. No, we're fishing a lake, so it's 10 minute drive and we're launching the boat. So we, it'd be nice. You're going to fish it again? Yeah, we're going to fish the lake again. I just had, uh, before you guys called, I was on the text and a buddy of mine that has a guiding service through our, our club. He's a club member. He had clients out on Tynesta Lake today, and he said he had uh, one of the top five muskies he's seen in Pennsylvania on straightened two four-aught hooks and got Ooh. off. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Whoa, wow. whoa. Whoa, zip that. Let, let's, uh, let's back this up just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what were they trolling no nope they were casting in less than eight feet of water hmm. okay. i don't know he didn't tell me what he had it on what's the temps uh, up there right now on that lake i don't know i suspect after i'll bet it was i had 44 degrees at my place this morning so i suspect it was colder than that up there i'll bet it was low 70s this morning but i don't know that glendale lake yesterday was about 75 to 76 so i don't know what the temps were i usually ask them but i didn't ask them today because i knew they weren't they weren't where i'd be worried about fish yeah you had 44 this morning i had 44.8 degrees on the deck yes i was on the lower end of that river yesterday it was about 77 78 by end of day on the allegheny yeah yeah it's, it's still a little warm for me but 80 is kind of my threshold. When it hits 80, I don't fish at all. But I, I haven't been out since the end of June. A lot of them oh. feeders are still holding pretty good, though. You can get, you can find some fairly decent water right now in the feeders. Oh, that's when I went to Glendale. I, I was up near one of the uh, streams that flow into it. It was 74 there, so and yeah. I wasn't that close to it, but it was it was two to three degrees cooler than the main lake. I mean, we just had all this water this year and so much rain. It just helped keep everything cooler, and it hasn't gotten low. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, I didn't know. No, I just didn't know if we'd, we'd lost or not. Sorry there. So, uh, uh, any recent fishing outside of musky fishing? You go out and do anything other than I that really don't. The summer, I, uh, I really, I really don't. I occasionally, I make it out fly fishing for trout probably 
two times a year and I'm kind of in the prime area for that. I'm in, uh, you know, out in state college area and, uh, you know, it's a trout fishing mecca out here. Unfortunately, it's not a musky fishing mecca, <laughs> but not bad. It's getting better out here. But no, I, I really haven't done, I haven't done any fishing other than, musky. than the muskies. There you go. So, it's an addiction. I've kind of gotten away from everything else. How I want to ask a question because I I fish a little bit of gear, but I've I've never really musky fished and like how do you see the similarities and the and the big differences? What what's different from putting the fly out there than gear? You think it's a better approach? I you know the I think the only different I I approach it the same way. I mean it's 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 the speed you're fishing the depth you're fishing the you know the the structure you're fishing you just got to get the lure there whether it's a fly or a or a you know a, a lure more, um, more a thing of the moment time place thing like that so what it, it could be whatever's in your hand and you're still going to have that that same confidence say that again you go in with the same confidence with you know whether a fly rod's in your hand or in that situation um, I'm probably a little bit more confident with the, with the gear I, I've got, I can get them to take the fly. My problem is hooking them. <laughs> I'm horrible at, at the strip strike and, 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 and keeping them on. Um, and let but, me guess your brother never heckles you. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what it is with him. He hooks them. I don't. And, and I'll get, you know, I might get bit two to one over him, but he, he catches the four fish. to one over me. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's not good. And his isn't pretty. He's not a good caster. <laughs> uh, you know, he's working. You watch him casting a fly, and I don't know how he does it all day. <laughs> yeah, I think. But, um, I, I think the, he's fishy. I mean, he he knows the fish. He's he's good at that. He. I think the fly. Yeah, looks... we fit. Like I said, we fish. I told you earlier, we fish the PMTT, and there's not a, a another guy out there I'd rather fish with than him. He's. He's going to fish hard, and, and he knows where the fish, and he can make them bite, typically. Tony Grande got crap on Gordon, right? <laughs> well, they both have radio face, so. <laughs> nah. Yeah, I don't. Tony, Tony's, Tony's had a really good year on the PMTT this year, so. Um, I think he knows what he's doing, too. So, I have one more question about the uh, the Beast and uh, the Ribs and Bones gift certificate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hungry man? No, I'm. <laughs> I I know this going into it. I'm gonna be way too drunk on Saturday to write this down on my uh, um, the back of the the card. Uh, we should have Corey cook in just the uh, the days in parking lot. <laughs> Corey Seipel? Yeah, he's been he's been building that smoker for two and a half years. <laughs> That's uh, true. I, it looked like it was about finished. You know, he's been he's been building it for two and a half years. We need to have him <laughs> just cook, and we'll just have a party in the parking lot. I, you know, I don't know if it's finished. Is it completely completed yet? I don't know, but uh, bring it down. We gotta and you find guys that out. Can get it finished. <laughs> yeah, we can finish. We could do that in the parking lot. Yeah, I'll say something to him. We'll see. We'll see if we can get him up there. That's a uh, that's well, my suggestion for next year. I tell you what, it's uh, whatever <laughs> the money involved for the um, gift certificates. You can buy a lot of chicken with that. Yeah, man. Yes, you could. Yeah, and beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that might be an alternate next year or something. <laughs> Well, I, that, that camp I stay at in Tidyu, we could have it there. If you have tents and an RV, there's plenty of field there too. So, 
right down the road from your place. Yeah, I'm we're so not far. <laughs> yep. We'll, we'll, we'll be there. We're not far. Like I said, write this down to remember it because we're not going to remember it that Saturday. Well, that's what I was going to tell you. I'll forget it too because I'm old. I don't remember that stuff. <laughs> so is there anything that we have forgotten that uh, that we need to hit on, Matt? Um, Probably, but I'm... I, like I said, I'm old. I forget a lot of things. Um, do you have any funny stories that have happened from uh, Beast prior? Um, wow. I'm I'm trying to. I know think we're, here. I we're putting think you on the spot. I, I wanted to. I know. And I wanted I to ask a question a, just on a musky, like a musky thing. You know, of, this is what we're talking about. Uh, are you wire? Are you mono? Like, what what do you use typically? Or you know, even with gear or or the fly rod. Well, my fly rod gear setup is probably not typical. I I you know I'm not I'm not a a purist. I, I guess in in the musky fly fishing, I go fly line, and then I have about two feet of hundred pound fluorocarbon. Then I have twelve about twelve inches of bite wire. Um, I I never thought that I would need bite wire till. Bill and Corey were telling me, you know, once you see one of these muskies take that fly, because I've only been fishing with the with the fly rod for muskies for well since the beast for for maybe five years now, um, and I thought there's no way that they would go through 100 pound fluoro, but <laughs> after watching them take that fly and they just inhale it, I know that fluorocarbon's in there and it's just a matter of time. So I listen to those guys there, but I'm just I, like I said, I'm just going 100 pound fluorocarbon for probably two two feet because i hate bringing the the fluorocarbon up into the eyelet trying to do the eight um and then just put a, about a 12 inch bite wire on top of that and that's that's my rig for that and, but i tell you that then on my conventional i'm only using i use a 100 pound fluorocarbon leader only on it so you don't use any so, wire on on the conventional rig i don't I don't, but you got that lure. That lure's not, you know, they don't take that lure the same as they take a fly. Um, when they inhale that fly, I mean, it it disappears. They don't inhale the, the lures typically. Like, occasionally you'll take one deep, but typically the lure's still hanging out of its mouth. And I've, I've never had one break um, my fluorocarbon leader with conventional. So it's, it's really not a concern. And, it, you know, if it gets nicked up or something, you switch it out. But, um, yeah, I've, I've never had one break conventional gear. So I got a question for you on, on the 100-pound fluoro. Are you crimping it? Or, like, are you making a loop and crimping it? Or are you tying knots? If I'm so, crimping it. I was going to say, if so, what knot do you tie? Because I, I can't tie anything over 60 pounds. Everything just... I crimp, yeah, I crimp it. I've got a crimper because I make, was making my own uh, leaders for, for musky, and I don't like tying them. I, I'm not the you know, the neatest guy, but those, those knots, I just don't like the way those knots look. So I, I crimp it all. Yeah. They all get loose and sloppy. <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes loose and sloppy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jay. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. So. Any, any uh, different uh, sponsors so far this, for this season? I don't, you know, I don't think we've picked up any new ones that I know of yet. Um, like I said, Dave's working on it, and he's got some other guys in the works, but just not committed yet, so I won't put them out there yet. 
Um, I don't know if TCO, Flash Off, and State College gave us anything last year, but they, they really gave us a pretty nice package um, this year for it. So, And the, the guy who runs that might be somebody that I think we could get into this thing too. I just He said he doesn't have a boat. So if anybody's looking for a, a uh, partner, you know, let us know that as well. I've had a couple guys that don't have partners that, that might be looking and, and he would be one as well. And, you know, yeah, you said you know it. a guy that, that runs a, a fly shop. It's not a bad guy to know when you're doing this stuff. It's all teams, it, right? That's, that's it is all teams. So, yep. yeah. And like I said, we can mix and match. If, if somebody doesn't have a team and needs a partner, we could, we can try and, um, connect some people. I know Mark's sponsoring with the, uh, the urban fly co, but if there's anything SVS can do, just let us know. We'll be, uh, more than willing to well, help. We, yeah, we appreciate the, the airtime. I mean, that helps us out some, I think, as well. So, um, But, yeah, if if I think of anything else, I'll let you know. But, yeah, giving us the the time on the air, I think, really helps us. I sure, I sure should hope so, man. <laughs> yeah, I do, too. Um, I do, too. This still beats carp fishing and all the guys you've had on in the last Hell, time. yeah. <laughs> you did. Oh, you went there. You're right. Who did I hit? I <laughs> uh, Hey, we have a listener. <laughs> he, he, just, he just punched Chad in his stomach. Hit him with a low blow. Damn carp fisherman. Dude, I've caught two, uh, two carp all year. I, I can't say anything. I, I There's a picture of me floating around holding a carp up that had a a message on it said something about when bad musky men go bad or something. And about 10 years ago, there was a the cicadias were out, and a buddy of mine from Erie wanted to go. He came down to do a little trout fishing on Spring Creek with the cicadias coming on, and uh, he wanted to go out to the to the local lake up here, which is um, Sayers Sayers Dam, I believe is the name of Foster Dam something. So we took the boat out and went dry fly fishing for carp because the cicadias were on, and uh, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I'm sure dry it was. fly fishing for carp. <laughs> oh. That'd be a goddamn hoot. It was a good time, and they were surprisingly selective. I got a lot of refusals. I was kind of surprised at that. Did you find deer hair worked better than foam? No, we used all foam. And he tied all the flies up, so. Um, and they worked. I mean, I don't know how many we caught, but we caught a lot. But no, I think you have to wait probably another two or three years for those cicadias to come back, though. They were supposed to be full hard this year, but uh, we didn't see. It depends where you're at. I didn't see a single one. Mm-mm. I've heard them here just in the last month or so, but um, my dad lives out around Clarion and I was up there a month or a couple months ago and I could hear them up there. They were all over the place. Depends. I think they were a little spotty, but uh, they, they aren't like they were the year we hit them for the uh, fishing for them for the car. Sounds like a good story, bud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Glad you had fun. Yeah, it was fun. So, Matt, we're rolling just about an hour. Anything we forgot we want to hit on about the beast? Uh, when, when, one more time. When's registration due? Registration ends Friday, September thirteenth. Um, has to be postmarked by five o'clock. Uh, we may have a little leeway there, but that's that's the the um, official end time for registration. Don't give Friday, our, September thirteenth. Don't, don't give our degenerate listeners that out. <laughs> well, it needs to be five o'clock that day. <laughs> yeah, it has to be five o'clock on Friday the thirteenth. 
There you go. Thank you. It's official. So, hey, thank you so much for your time, Matt. And uh, hey, thanks for having me. We appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you guys in uh, in October. Yeah, we'll and, be there. Uh, I'll buy you guys a beer. And we'll, hey, we're not going to keep you this year after the show or after the beast because uh, we got new equipment and we can't record up there this year. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we we'll just have to oh, call you afterwards. That's fine. <laughs> I enjoyed uh, the uh, the thing last year, the last couple of years at, afterwards. So it's what, always fun. What'd you say? The longest twenty minutes of your life. No, I said it was the longest hour because you kept us for about an hour and a half. <laughs> it was a long hour. I know. Today was a short hour. <laughs> That's right. That's something we like to roll, man. Yeah. So Very good. We appreciate the time, Matt. Thank you. I appreciate it as well. Thank you, guys. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Lawman is putting into my running and I'm so far from my home. Oh mama, I can hear you crying, you're so scared and all alone. Just as a callback from uh from our first segment. Hey, my truck just left. I see it. <laughs> it's gone. Dude, where's your truck? <laughs> Dude, where's my truck? It's gone. So Let's get into uh, some fishing talk, guys. Let's get this down to a normal talkable level. And, uh, Mark, you went out yesterday with uh, with someone we've talked to before, but you we've never fished with. Yeah. So how how was it? It was fun. It was about who'd what, you go out a, with? A first? year and a half of trying to line this up. Now, yeah, we had one of our previous guests, uh, Scott Grassy, G Money from uh, Keystone Guide Service. So he had an area picked out he kind of wanted to go to, and I had a boat and. Took a ride down. We met up in the morning. And it was different. I mean, we finally gotten now his last few uh, cool nights. Like uh, he was just talking about earlier. Matt was, yeah. Matt was, yeah. Um, finally got the water down to a reasonable. And we were able to find some cooler water down in the low 70s. And a lot of shallow water. A lot of fishy areas. I mean, we had a lot of good weed lines that would come out and have a nice drop break where you could tell fish would be ambushing from. And... Fished everything that looked good and didn't really move nothing. Kept finding different temperature and all of a sudden just one area just looked. We worked into it and we drove up past and I told Scott, I was like, really like this spot. That kind of that looks just real fishy. But it's still, it's only three, four foot deep. So we kept moving up past it and on the way back through, I was like, all right, I'm getting excited. That spot's coming up. So we get through it and as soon as we turn on the bend, I was like, it looks like there'd be a fish right there. It's just... Just what you would think. Tree comes out from the left. Another limb comes out with the log jam behind it. And it's just dark water. So you know it's probably four or five foot deep right up against the bank there. And threw in. As soon as the fly hit the surface, the fish hit it. Just like a largemouth would. Rolled up over. Hit it left. and Barely felt a little. And just went to set again. Nothing was there. So he just didn't eat it good. Went through. Came back. Scott had it in there. And just boom. Fish did the same thing. Just blew up on his fly. Nothing there. Went fast, came by again, came by again, gave him a little bit of time, came back, came through. And just before that, I mean, there's a lot of activity in that pool. Just about two or three different occasions, a fish got hammered. So you knew it, it kind of now, hindsight looking back on it, we should have stayed at what that temperature was right there. Because chances are with that warmer water out, as you moved up in, 
We could have stayed right on that. That's probably what them fish were doing. So, but there was, uh, fishing with Scott was a good time. He's, uh, he's put down a lot of big fish now. Yeah, he has. Definitely knows his stuff, so. Yeah, that was a good time getting me up with him. We pulled over. So he didn't, take, little, he didn't take you to a good spot then, huh? He, this was new area to him <laughs> and myself. I'm just Neither joking with him. Yeah, but a lot of that area, though, <clears throat> we kind of share a lot of that. So yeah. no, never been on the water and... No. N- neither of you guys? No. Nope. Yeah. Good good time. That was there. all new to us. Yeah, pulled over, did you know, hot sausages and. Sweet, nice short lunch. Mm hmm. Oh, it hit the a spot. Little gentleman's break type stuff. Yeah, after getting up at four in the morning, I was ready to, ready for a hot meal. Better than like a, you know, just a lunch meat sandwich. Good zero fish day. Yeah, real good zero fish day. Uh, it was just, it's kind of one of them days that it, it impressed you more and more as the day went on because it's not, it, you looking at it, you're like, eh. And then once you started fishing, it was like, eh, all right, this is, this is interesting. Because it was just, you, you were getting fishy vibe from stuff that you very typically wouldn't be thinking you would. Yeah, the fish got to live somewhere in every water. Yeah. So you might not always find the, the perfect and, and It was spots. one of them places, the more and more you were there, the more the pieces of the puzzle started coming together. Like, okay, here's where they're going to be. Here's what they're doing. Now that you got to fish and you got to see it and you got to run flies to it, it's like, okay. Going back again, I think you can go right to a couple spots, stay there, pinpoint it, and get on fish quick, and then maybe move to another one. But there's a lot of potential in it. I fished that area one time back in the day when I used to fish bass tournaments. I didn't take my boat down. I went as a rider. And the guy made me wear shoes in his boat the entire day. So you know how much I like that place. I'm telling you. He made me wear shoes. I said, I wear flip-flops or barefoot, man. He said, nope, shoes, tennis shoes. Okay. So that was a for shit day. (coughs) We just giving a partner wherever you were? Well, if you don't have a... If you don't have a boat for a certain tournament, you go as a rider. And he was just a guy from our club. But he's just kind of a, a doucher. Got rules on his boat? Yeah, rules. And those rules are wear shoes. <laughs> you don't clean your fungus up off the damn floor. <laughs> and don't chew sunflower seeds. No sunflower seeds in his boat. Hmm. Man, man, this guy's tough. So, Chad... I want to hear about some. I want to hear about some stripers. These five stripers. I get to hear. No, about the funny. Them. The funniest thing is he's 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 got broke off. That that to me. When I get broke off, I thought you said one broke you off. You told me. You're right. <laughs> you one are, did. You are right. So I've, I've caught so many. I forgot about it. Yeah, that. but but you didn't <laughs> catch them all. Uh, that one. Oh, okay. That was the very first one of the week. Um. I tied my knot at home, and my son was just being a douche. He's like, and I was midway through the knot, and I didn't lube the knot up, and I think I burned You them. and your knot fucking problems, man. This is a recurring fucking problem. It, it is, but you know what I mean. You guys have all had the issue. With nope. a, a kid, <laughs> you bro. A no, kid oh, I thought you meant not issues. Oh, no, the, oh yeah, we're yeah. not playing oh, that game. Kid issues, yeah. Kid yipping in your ear while you're in the middle of doing something. Yip, 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 yip. So I, I sent you knot down. I think I burned it, and with those fish too. Yeah, with those fish, I had a fish roll on it. I set the hook, and it was gone. Shit. Same thing happened to Christopherson when I took him down there. 
first fish. Wham. But it wasn't. I don't think it was bad. No, I think it was a hard strip set. Like, oh, shouldn't have set the hook. Oh, so, don't set the hook. <laughs> the rest of the week, I learned my lesson. I tied my knots on the bank. I wet them in the in the river. Got all that PCB to hold them together. <laughs> Damn right. And uh, bonded. It's like glue. And I don't strip set there. Fuck no. no. I the last two fish I've I uh, I hooked and landed. I saw roll on the fly. I didn't feel them eat the fit or eat the fly. I saw them roll and then I just straight trout set them. Boom. And that's all you need. And I'm Or you could keep the rod a little lower, sweep to the side or something. No, I Oh, I pulled a few out of the mouth with the trout set. So sometimes stay well, in, they they w- come up and roll on it and if you give them a second after they roll, just let them Boom, straight up. That that flies deep in their mouth, man. Oh, they got it. So you got landed two after you got broke off, or? I landed two after I got broke off on Monday. I landed one. We're we're talking about hybrid. Hybrid striped bass. Yeah. On a thrice broken six weight, which is now way too light for the uh, the fly line I have on it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or, I mean, too heavy for the fly line to have on. I can't roll cast for shit. <laughs> the rod's way too fast <laughs> and stiff. So I think I got to put like a seven or eight weight line on it. But uh, thanks, PJ. Yeah, th- thanks a lot, bud. <laughs> and we know he's listening. So I roll cast it, and it just doesn't do shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Monday I think I landed two, and there was nothing memorable about those fish. Except, I got to take pictures of them and send them to you guys while you're at work. You know, uh, Thursday, I went there. I I got my son from my mom's house, and he was staying the night at my cousin's house, who lives over in Ohio. So I was like, buddy, we're gonna go fishing. We're gonna take 20 minutes on the way to, to Aunt Megan's house. We're gonna we're gonna stop by and we're gonna fish. So we were driving in, and I looked. Like, through all the leaves, you could see the place, like, in one section. And I saw a guy with a white shirt on. I was like, oh, please be Jace. <laughs> please be Jace. Yeah, it wasn't. It was just some old fuck. And he, uh, he hogged the spot, man. He was hogging it. And I had a little kid with me, you know. So, what do I do? My son was throwing rocks. Th- throw him in front of that guy. That's exactly what I told him to do. I said, throw him in front of that guy. So, so that's exactly what he did. He's skipping stones, like, but he would skip stones in front of me, and then they'd land in front of that guy. I'm like, ah, fuck it, whatever. I ended up hooking a fish right in front of me because the dude was hogging the whole spot. I was fishing like the whirlpool at the end of it, and I hooked one right in front of me. I was like, "Hey, Nolan, come here." I handed him the rod. I said, "Fight this fish. I don't care how long it takes, buddy." <laughs> so he ended up fighting it and uh it started running straight at him. I was like, You lost it. He's like, No, I don't know, but I don't know, Dad, I don't know. I said, I think you lost it. So I grabbed the rod off him and started reeling fast. And it, it swam right to us and that was the end of the battle. But he he basically fought the fish the whole time. And then uh got to feel one. Oh, yeah. Did he enjoy it or what did he say? <laughs> don't ask. <laughs> Uh-huh. We, we laughed. I said, buddy, wasn't that fun? You got to fight a big fish. He said, eh, it was boring. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes, I guess, but... But after that... Right? All right, let's go hook him into a big one. He's doomed now. He so, got a mission to do. <laughs> so Friday, I went there. I got off work. I punched out of work three minutes early. I was like, 2.57, I punched out of work. I was like, all right. I got half an hour. So by the time I punched out at 2.57, I went fishing and got back into my pickup truck at 3.40. I hooked and landed a fish on my very first cast and hooked and landed a fish on my very last cast. Yes. Did these ones have any size to them at all? The first one was about four and a half pounds. The second one was seven pounds. Nice. So the second one was a little bit bigger, but with that rod and that little behemoth reel, I'm running a five, six behemoth reel. I had about 30 wraps of backing. <laughs> so, and don't get me wrong, I was putting the wood to these fish. Because I know I'm, I'm running a lighter rod and just bending her to the cork. Oh, yeah. And I wish I could send, like, post the pictures of me fighting the fish. Because I have pictures of the rod bent to the cork. But if you do that, then you blow the spot up. Mm-hmm. So... Those those pictures and uh, the picture of my son fighting a fish with the old fuck in the background. I can't post them because it, it, yeah, we could get better ones. It's hard to get angles in certain spots, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's, that's fishing at the spot, man. That's exactly. Pull, but you know, pull we, up, get out. And, and you, gotta, you gotta have two guys and one guy gotta be at the head shooting down, like top down. <clears throat> yep. In order not to blow that area up. Well, that's why I've been trying to shoot the bank. You gotta hold get the hold water the fish side the back to the shore. Water back to the shore, yeah. Hold the fish. It's just a good spot. It doesn't even matter. I've been holding the fish in the water, and then like just before they're getting re- ready to revive, I take my hand away and snap a picture. So like they're just laying, laying in the there. water. Hashtag keep them wet most of the time. <laughs> try, try like no. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's uh you haven't caught no carp this year, have you? I've caught two and they've been in pond. Yeah, so so you have not had a fight like that for No, I haven't got a fight like that. And this makes me want to go start steelhead fishing again, man. Pulling on big fish is fun. Man, they run good. They run, when they run off like that, it's it's pretty incredible. When yeah. they shake, 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 and go, they're like... That's... Especially in the early season for the steel hut. If you can get uh, there early and they're still strong, it is fun. I just hate all the guys. That's really my only problem with it all. You just gotta take your raft up and get drift point to point. You know what I mean? Fish lakeside is what you need to do early. And you will hammer them because like they're, they're so, the they're so bait yeah. fish minded out there. They got all kind of stuff to eat, and they they don't got that. Uh, uh, people are looking at me feeling yet. So I think I think that would be a lot of fun. You know, you get that real like. I mean, they're all man. They have we everywhere to go. We can just do that for my boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just go right outside the harbor and turn. Yep. Don't go that far. Big, any, any big area through that shipping lanes and stuff, like them fish pot up and they're out there ready to strike. I'd come right out of it and just fish the whole way up, whole way out and around, the whole way back lot down of structure. the opposite side. Lots of structure. That'd out be there. almost a full day doing that. I'm in. September. I'm in. 
Just a couple weeks away. The Jay, September's yeah. two weeks away. That's yeah, you yeah. really got to do that mid end of September. Oh no, yeah. there, there's uh, re- people who are. I used to do it with salmon. Are starting to run East Coast salmon. Yep. Great Lakes salmon are starting to run North Shore of uh, Ontario. I'd have to look there to see what else I need in my boat. Other Next week's Labor in. Day. Just so you know, uh, a Clio. Oh, it's an, it's, it's or, the turning uh, of the season. Pretty soon, <laughs> That's what you need your boat. You need you need a gear rod with a Clio on it, no. dude. You will the Rapala oh rules. Rapala, dude. I'm They're, talking for uh, Coast Guard up there. Oh, I, I'm just teasing. Yeah. Do you need a flare gun? I think so. Yeah, I do. <laughs> that would just sound like too much fun. Oh, I need shoot. a flare gun. <laughs> I need one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you might yeah. need it. I don't I'll know. Probably I just go down and steal the stuff out of my dad's boat for one day, and then bring it back to him that night. I mean, his is all set up. I wonder how, like, just to go out of the, like, one of the, the docks there, you'd need it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. lakeside. Yeah, because you know now you got to go. If you stayed off inland, I'd imagine you could avoid having that stuff. But you got to go off of Coast Guard rules there. You can't run yeah. inland rules, so. Yeah, I don't know. My, Everything my else uncle I took got, a small right. boat a few, few times. I don't know if he took the flare gun with him or not. Yeah. I don't know if it's required. You might be able to just take regular flares. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking he had like... Flares, extinguisher, whistle, horn, everything. But you should have an extinguisher and a whistle. I already do now. I got the whistle, horn, extinguisher now. Throwable, everything. Yeah. I, I took my rape whistle that Ashley got me for, uh, for Drake meetups, and that's <laughs> in my boat. <laughs> Works good. Jay is just like Dr. Drew. He shrugs his shoulders, nods his head. <laughs> yep. 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 I mean, I'm not going to say a goddamn word, but I'm going to shrug my shoulders and nod my head. Yep. 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 <laughs> yep, yep. That, that works. about right. <laughs> yep. right. So, yep. so, Jay, uh, is that all the fish we've done this week? So what, you, got, you landed five or lost yes. one? I landed five, lost one. There you go. In a whole maybe hour of fishing, hour and some. I might have put an hour and 15 minutes of fishing in. I'm, I'm sore. Hot. I want to go fishing. fishing. Yeah, right. man. They're they're hot. And they want it. Hey, they want the strip streamer. It. They want it in their it's face. Chris they Brady. like the streamer. Bet. It's prime. I bet. Chad. What? That creek we've been trying to get onto. It's prime right now. I drove over it today. It is money. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm in. It is prime. Mm. That's cool enough for muskies right the now. The greasy stone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looks good. So, Jay, what's been going on at your place? Oh, man, dude. I haven't been able to fish for not a second. I wish I could fish. Uh, other than coaching kids soccer and 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 not cussing kids out or any, any parents yet, I, I think everything's going pretty well. Uh no, we're doing a lot of remodeling. I think we talked about it a little bit last week, and, you know, last weekend went well. Went through the week, got everything else done. My brother-in-law and I insulated the whole place. I felt so itchy, I hated myself. Thank God for Adam for that. Yeah. So Fuck he, Adam for today, but yeah. thank God for yes, earlier this week. So my brother-in-law, <laughs> great worker. You know, he's a workhorse. Kid's in shape. He's, you know, God, we talked, about, la- we talked about it last week. Yeah, he's young. a six-pack. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 you know, I, oh, he's super dreamy. He, he, oh, dreamy. <laughs> like, thank God for him for sticking it with my sister. Oh, sheesh, I don't know how he does it. But, anyway, he, he had a fantasy football draft last night with his family, live draft, you know, and 
you know, a lot of good friends. And, you know, when you go to one of those things. No, I don't know. Well, when you go to one of those things, you have to tend to have a good time, you know. Have a lot of beers. And all I got was a call at about 11.30. Chad and I had already put like three and a half hours in. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to make it there until like, man, maybe 6 to 10 tonight. And I'm like, no, I got a podcast. So I can't do that. So, you know, yeah, it was it was bad. The no-call, no-show for the first three hours or so. And I'm like, oh, at least Uncle Bob showed up for the last two days. Even if he was drunk when he got there, he still showed up and worked. Your old man was like, I deal with this every day. Because he's a McDonald's manager. He's like, these assholes that work for me now, every day someone's not showing up, not calling. I I just scheduled three extra people just because people aren't going to show up. Uh, I can, uh, I don't know. That's Mark's generation, not ours, Jay. Yeah. That's not, no, not our generation. I don't operate on that crap. But, you know, for the old man, he hung in there. He did a good job today. You know, it was basically the three of us all day hanging drywall, and we did the whole ceiling, 12-foot pieces of drywall on the ceiling, just the three of us. And once he got used to running the, the drywall gun, you know, the, like the... When was that? <laughs> I don't know. What it, <laughs> yeah, there was a, I think there was a, a period between two and about six beers where he was doing pretty well. <laughs> Before and after that was a total fucking shit show, but you know he was there to he he did help. Pretty but I'm I'm glad you're patching that drywall. <laughs> Chad messed up a bunch. Oh, was he just messing up left and right? He was chewing shit up, and oh, it was awesome. No, we messed we both messed up the first piece. We it was the very first piece we hung. Yeah, we this is hot hot drywall talk. No, oh, yeah, we 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 were. Well we're on our way to yeah we were well on our way to uh, being pissed off and then it all went well after that. So everything's patchable. I'll tell you what I started drinking beers at eight a.m. this morning. Mm. I went now eight p.m. I went to a wedding yesterday, and uh, you know the best weddings are the ones where you don't know anybody. That was the one you and me went to. Yeah oh absolutely just a similar thing. It was a girl that we knew through Abby cut hair with her for a long time and. You know, we'd hung out with them a few times, and nice young couple. But it's great, because I don't know a damn soul there. All I know is, there's great food, there's like kegs after kegs after kegs, and a bunch of actually good people. So I got to meet a bunch of fun people, had talks with the guy who was a tarpon guide down in Florida for five years, and it was so cool talking to him, because, you know, he was a gear guy, but when he would start talking about it, like... I, like he even showed me, like you could see the like goosebumps raise up on this guy's arm, and then you know, I, 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 I could feel like his passion, and you, know, you could feel mine when I was talking about what we do, and it's did fun you, talking to people like that. Did you like take that. your hand out of his pants? After? Oh man, it, my pants, it was full blown. His <laughs> wife came out. She's like, "What are you guys doing out here?" Say, go back in that. Go back in the reception. And she was about the nicest, nicest lady as well. Patty, Patty. That's how I remembered her name. It was your mom's name, so I remember Patty. And. uh... Uh, I talked to their son earlier in, uh, earlier at their party and just randomly, you know, over some fantasy football talk and being right next to the keg for about the first <laughs> 45 minutes to an hour I was there. And uh, me and another guy, Joe, and, you know, you find a few people that all have the same common commonalities and, you know, start going to town and you could uh, just, just a bunch did of your, good people. Did your cups touch when you went to get uh, from the keg? Oh, no. <laughs> How'd this happen? It was like, it was about two leg grabs and a head and a handstand from me just going a full out keg stand in it, dude. Just straight thing in the, straight, straight, right in the mouth, you know, and I, I, I love that though. I love talking to strangers. I don't know at all. 
just having a good time, blah, 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 back and then forth, and you know, that's, for me, I, I do, I love weddings, as long as they're open bar, they're a great time, dude, I yeah. love going to a, a wedding, good food, you know, a little bit of romance in the air, you know, you go out there and dance with your wife and stuff, get drunk enough to hang out, and it was cool, because right next to the, the kegs, they actually had a thing that said, you can dance, alcohol. There were two like signs like on the table and like, we're on next to all the red solo cups. It need some help dancing, point you yep, over yeah, there. Yeah, and need some help dancing? Go 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 right to the keg. <laughs> so you know, always good times for me. So did you have any uh I any, wanna I wanna Did go you have any Captain guy. Morgans? No. There wasn't any uh liquor other than in the parking lot. We were doing fireball <laughs> whiskey with with uh with Bob's with Bob's you parents. You found that, I'm sure. Uh, well, Bob's parents were like the coolest people in the whole world. <laughs> he sniffed it out like a bird dog. Oh yeah, I'm like, oh whoa whoa whoa, shots of fireball. I've never had this before. And, and honestly, he walked down and goes, skunk and cinnamon. Oh yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I found my people. <laughs> These are my people. You look These like are a my people. Uh, ding. I'm I'm like a fucking bloodhound. <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, but they yeah a few shots later and fireball's pretty atrocious, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's it, you know it tastes just <laughs> like like a like, fireball when you were a kid. Like literally, I never really you know I don't drink too much whiskey or liquor. I don't, I don't stray far from the captain. Man, it wasn't bad. And I, we had it was the nicest thing we had people to come pick us up. You know, so you can just your wife and you can just let loose and just you know really get it in. Good times, can't beat them. And then I have to wake up to Chad being in my house. I hear, I'm rushing my teeth trying to make a coffee, and I hear, at 8.30 this morning, and I can't even think about alcohol. I woke up at 4.30 this morning in my kid's bed, still passed out from trying to put her to sleep. It kind of sounded like this, Jay. That was exactly that. I'm, I'm in there brushing my teeth, and that's what I hear. I'm like, is that either, that's either my dad or Bob's here or, oh, no, it's Chad. So, but yeah, I mean, we put it in a good hard day, and... After that, you know, I, I pulled out of my drunken stupor from last night pretty quickly. I was in bed early. 10 o'clock hit, and it was nighttime for this guy. You know, that's past my bedtime, even if I am having a good night out. I told you, my wife and I did nothing last night, including cooking. We didn't do that shit either. <laughs> we went to bed early, and uh, I was like, I woke up at 6 o'clock. I was like, I gotta go to Jay's house. So I went, I woke up, I played on Instagram, I played on FaceBase. I downloaded some podcasts. I was like, all right, now it's 6.30. <laughs> did your whole, whole day's worth of social media? No, I did. <laughs> like, damn it. All what the social media I need to do. What can I do now? I ended up yesterday getting up just after 4, got home at 7, then went to a campfire and got home at, after midnight. I was a zombie. We were going to invite you guys over because we knew uh, everyone had stuff to do, so I was like, ah. Let's not, so we can go to bed early. (laughs) (laughs) It's so nice. We uh, we didn't have my son for three days in a row. So, (laughs) so those those days you can't beat those types of three adult days in a row. Uh, Yesterday was the first game, so they're having a fire after, and there was only a handful of people. We get there, and I was like, "Well, I suppose I'll go start the fire." So I start going through the garage. I'm looking for stuff. I find a couple of things. I go in the house. I grab a bunch of paper towels. And I can't find paper. I was like, all right. At your I'll... place? No, it was over at Michael's. Okay. It's like, I'll just get it small and build it up. I walk up there, and he has that sucker built about four foot tall. Everything's packed in. I was like, you got it. Yeah, that's perfect. But that was 
Nice night for it. These low 50 degree oh, temps yeah. are perfect. perfect for fires. Makes me Let think that football. that thing, I'm telling you what, within about five minutes, it was six foot tall. I was like, well, you did a dang good job there. I'll tell you what, man. Go outside at 10 o'clock at night. It's chilly. I mowed yeah. grass last night until dark. This is awful early for this. I mean, I'm sure we're going to have some more heat. We still got There some, will be you know. our week or two that you'll get in September that will heat wave back up. But it seems like this always happens right in late, you know, late August. You get like a couple like, oh, man, it feels like fall is coming. Then you get like the week of maybe summer mm. trying to hold on. And then you yeah, get back we'll get into the more And I'm sure you probably get residual weather coming off from hurricanes and stuff like that. You yeah. pull it down. And oh, this is the perfect. This is, makes you feel football. Oh. Makes you feel, you know... Musky fishing, Put your you know, jacket the, on. the fall, Makes you the fall fishing's <laughs> coming along, and I can't wait to get out for a musky, a little oh. more brown trout. I mean, I'm telling you what, yesterday I was like a kid in a bouncer the whole way down, hour and a half ride. I'm just like shaking the whole way down, just ready. It had been so long since I was like geared up, ready to musky fish, and I didn't even need the alarm to go off. I was like feet on the floor, rolling. When was the last time you went? <sighs> I did get one day early July. I went to uh, Outflow up north for that morning. That day I moved three fish. Yeah. And other than that, it was like late May. It's been like one trip since late May till like now. Like no boat trips? No. But all boats been for other stuff. Huh. I mean, I've been on a boat a lot, but not for muskies. I shut off early on them, and I am now extremely ready to go back. Speaking of boat talk, can I do a little boat, yeah, boat segment? Let's yeah, hear about yeah, this. me too. Yeah. Went up and took a peek at it. That thing's nice. Yeah. So I gave you a donation today. You did. I messed up. It's gonna go. <laughs> it's gonna. It's gonna be a perfect back deck. I'm gonna use that for a back deck because <laughs> the front deck I still want to be treated. I don't care how much stuff I put on it. I don't want it to warp and twist because mm-hmm. it's gonna be a bigger piece. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, did we go over what I'm gonna call my boat next last week? So everyone knows that Cash Wide Dick is my boat, or Whitecock. <laughs> you don't know what you're calling your boat. Yeah, it's Cash Whitecock. <laughs> Cash Whitecock. So, um, what? Oh, I went striper fishing on Monday, and I messaged Jace on Tuesday. I was like, Jace, or no, it was Wednesday. I messaged Jace. I said, Jace, I'm gonna go hybrid fishing. You want to go hybrid fishing at? When I get off work, he said, no, I don't want to. I got stuff to do. I was like, all right. So I ended up uh, just going to a trailer store that we get trailer parts for work and buying roof bows. So I'm, I bought three roof bows. They're 102 inches long. And I made three bows the full length of the front deck. And I did that, and then I got to do it, and I made three bows for the full back deck. This is awesome. So then Friday, I went to Jay's work, and I got a big piece of cardboard. And I made templates for the... Before I lost my car. Before you lost your car. I (laughs) I met you. I was probably the reason you lost your car. You may have been part of the reason I lost my car. But I... I made boat deck templates out of a giant piece of cardboard. So it, it's like 72 inches long and like 54 inches wide. It's it's like a disco... You're going to have a 100-pound plywood in there. It's a disco dance floor. Yeah. That's a big deck in that thing. Hmm. Yeah. That'd be nice. Hmm. It's wide cocked. 
Yeah, it's Cash Wycock. <laughs> so it's got a big deck. I'm uh, I'm gonna steal the the warlocks and the ores from the eight ball. And you should do what we were talking about earlier with the cable. Get a massive wench on that thing. Yeah. So then we can, if you need to pull it up from areas. I'm in with that. Yeah, yeah. I can do that. I can get cable from work. Like, if you have enough, then you know you need an area you can just drag it the whole way up. Yeah. I'm That's what Ryan does with his boat. I know. He, but, I mean, he beats the sh- living snot out of that thing. But Ryan doesn't have a gas tank and a no. motor on the back. So my gas tank's going to be under a deck. So it's going to be... It's oh, going to be a little different. What? I think it'll be fine. It, yeah, it'll be fine. But worst comes worst, I'll just disconnect the uh, the gas line and take the motor off. Put it inside the boat? Yeah. So um, there there is a spot uh, where we pulled out last year when I cut my foot. If we put in there, we can shoot way up and fish all that back down. I'd rather do that in that boat than my boat. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and shoot back down to that bridge. Yep. That's some good musky water in there. It seems like it. So, there was a couple spots that we saw that we were like, damn, I wish we could fish this, but Chad's bleeding out. Yeah, rolling like hell. Yeah, there's a couple good areas. There's a lot of areas we can take that boat. And uh, man, even uh, I was down in Newcastle a little further. There's a nice little takeout just a little further down. Down by your sister's house. Yeah. Yeah. Go from, you know, whatever down to there. That'd be a nice floating lot of. We still need to get your raft down in that area in that creek. What I did. That was fun. A lot of good smallies through that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm in for that. Yeah. Yeah. I got two more weeks at least, then I'll be open for some fishing. Then it's the BCE's time. I'm trying to have this thing done by the BCE's. I got that week off. I got to work Monday, and then I'll be off Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, I think th- that Thursday is my last day of soccer, so it's going to be like last year. I'm coming up Thursday night. Thursday night. So I'll probably miss Jared Sayers talking. I'll drive Miss Daisy over here around like normal and... I'll be at soccer with He's him. He's also a soccer coach. Oh. I will have to Who have PJ with? and PJ Pat. And Pat. Yeah. On your raft. Yes. No, on Pat's raft. You're not bringing your raft up. Nah, I don't know what the deal is. Pat's raft year. is a musky certified raft. Damn I, right. I caught one. <laughs> I caught one. Guys. Is I, it a tiger? Is I it caught, a tiger, Pat? I caught one. <laughs> <laughs> good I job, love, good I job. Hey, no, yeah, amazing, dude. That <laughs> was a great, awesome fish. Keep it up. That's good musky mojo. He's seen two the last two times he's been out, or one each time he's been out. So more than you. Fucking <laughs> 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 a. So. Oh, hey, yeah. Jay cut what two, three fish that one day, and he was the musky man. He's still waiting for that next one. No, I caught one more. Remember? Oh Remember yeah, it's right up. Yeah, little baby right. this year. You got a baby. Oh, he came back with yeah. a got, little ass fish. Came out of the tank a week ago. Yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll take those ones on six weights. Where was that? You catch that at Linesville Hatchery? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was damn close. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't far. 
Yeah, we're coming up on it. It'll be soon. It should be fun. And like we said, man, we've I've never went to the Beast of the East and not had just a great time. Last year, I got called by my partners at, what, it's about 15 minutes that we're supposed to be in the water. I'm 45 minutes from where I'm supposed to be in. Yeah, we had, we had a lot of fun the night before though. The camp, you know, it's something so, about that so mountain why, air. Why isn't Nick fishing with you this year? Something. <laughs> about, uh, his buddy, his buddy can, his best friend can fish from. No, because you you were forty five minutes late. Yeah. What? Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's something about that mountain air that just man, it gets you a little more tore up for some reason. A little tore up, a little quicker. Yeah, for I don't know what it is. Oh, I'm definitely sleeping in bed in my truck again. I love doing that in the camp. So raccoons are humping him, but that's cool. Oh, yeah. Or a bear. If nobody else is going up early, I might just fish around here the first couple days for muskie. There's options everywhere, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Early October, have a few days off there at the beginning of the week. You just stay home, fish Tuesday, Wednesday around here. Yeah, fish those two lakes you were talking about. Yes. You exactly. know? Exactly. Yep. See if you can figure something out for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might not be a bad idea. I know. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. You do all the legwork, and then take us out there. <laughs> cool. Perfect. Get, get my rods all sent in so I can have something to fish for when I get there. Oh, I don't oh, know. I don't think. Man, October? Yeah, I should be able to get a rod back by then. I just need a tip. Just a tip? Just a, well, the tip section. That was a joke, Jay. I could, I could make it a short <laughs> rod like yours, but I think I'm just going to send it back and have them send me the tip or whatever. Ten weight. If uh, if they have them in stock, I think it's a little bit cheaper. But I know if they don't, it's like fifty bucks. Yeah, so, you know. This predator, I just need a second section out from the butt. That is what it is. Oh, that's a whole rod right there. Boom. What? If you get second section up, it's a whole rod. Yeah. Oh well. That's why I couldn't get my vaping replaced. So they only just send me a whole new rod then. Yeah, mm-hmm. you send yours back. They send you a new one. Just in its place. But, hey, you can't beat it. Not for what it is. No, I got a month. I'm good. I got 10. I got to back up 10 weight for now. I still have a 10 weight I need to send back, but I got to have a well that needs replaced first. <laughs> oh, I still got a 5 and an 8 broke. Picked up a new 5, though, so I'm in good shape there. Boom. Got a new smally stick. What is it? Uh, Sage RPO. Oh, look mm-hmm. at you. Fancy dancy. Mm, nice one, too. Yep, so that'd be cool. Do uh, do we have anything else we want to hit on, boys? <sighs> Not that I'm aware of. Almost fly time season. Yes, sir. It's getting there. Mm-hmm. Definitely okay. have to start getting on the vice a little bit just to get a few more things ready for a beast. Mm-hmm. You don't got your all whites, your all blacks here. I got it all, but you know, Game there's always change. a few jars. I'm going to fish this fly right here the whole time. You don't got That's your it. little box. That fly will put up a fish. I, I do need know. a couple if more I was compi- If I was competition fishing like you guys out there, having fun and shit, but uh, I'd have like a little box of of weapons, you know, the six pack that I'd fish. I may need a, a few more all blacks. I'll get one there. But. See, Mark throws his Bufords the whole week. I'm going to throw game changers and listen to him. You know those things are heavy. They don't cast as well. <laughs> if I remember correctly, day two, you're like, Give me your fly box. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> hey, they they worked though. I watched you up that one day up north, whack two of them on them. So, so fish. Um, let's uh let's get into a little something real quick. 
Uh, Steven Weissner puts up, or no, Nick Latanzio puts something up on uh, Facebook. Is it musky with an IE or musky with a Y? I think it's with a Y. My why? My opinion. Why? Yeah, no, with a Y, for sure. I, su- I spell with a Y, but then Steven Weissner, or Weissner, uh, well, it's just plural, more than one. Plural, more than one. And I said, all muskies with an IE suck. <laughs> and why aren't these muskies with an IE eating my goddamn flies? <laughs> I said, that's the only reason I'll ever use IE. <laughs> what did they say on the muskie tournament? Muskies Inc. is with an IE. We have hmm. got a Chris and your boat this fall. With a muskie? Yeah. With muskies. That Smith fly has not, has not got a muskie yet. No, it hasn't. It is due. My boat and went I three years. I want it to be on our river. Me too. My boat went three years without getting one. But this year I put three in it. You broke in my old ride boat quick. I did. Oh. Like first trip on it. Boom. Then I got rid of it. Then you sold it. And then this, put, bye, this, this boat now, we've put we've probably put double digits in that boat by now. I'm looking at a picture of your boat right now. Oh, yeah. there's a muskie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, that been was a, a fun boat. Was that a fun full-time fish right there? Yeah. That was mid-November. Yeah, I thought it was later in the year. If I remember correctly. It was spitting snow. That I day, remember, um, I you caught two. We were just talking about the changer. I was just looking. That was like September 30th last year. That was right before the beast. It, I remember it was, right, it was the week before the beast. The week before the beast. But I also remember we were fishing in t-shirts. Yes. Yep. Because I, I had my white trash kid rock t-shirt on. Yeah. And a mustache. Like, three beasts oh, of these. We just had so much. Not, not big fish, but we've had a lot of success at that lake. Mm-hmm. We're due for a 40 plus on that one. That's the reason I'm getting this boat ready. I want to fish that lake. <laughs> I don't want to have to go up there and row people around. I want to fish it. I haven't been on it since last time wherever I've we were. I've never been there. You haven't? No, I've never That's been fun. there. That's fine. It's a hidden gem, Jay. I can't take you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bud. Sorry, bud. This Sorry. spot's not for you. Sorry about your luck. Take you somewhere. I'll take you somewhere I've never been. That'll be good for winter on a Saturday. Because, like, you and I are both off. That'd be a good place for, like, in Jason late November, can't go December. December. <laughs> yeah, we can't take him there. Yeah. Yeah, you can't yeah. go there. <laughs> I'll go by myself. Yeah. If we go on a Sunday, you and Jake can fish in your boat, and Jason and I can go and cash Widecock. Yeah. There you go. Jake, Jace could wear his, uh, I never his tucked in uh, Echo shirt. Hell yeah. I'll, I'll wear it. I'm not shy. <laughs> yeah, as long as there's Probably no have it underneath that, like, for pushes. sure. No, I... Uh, I never, uh, never caught a muskie in a boat. Oh, we gotta do it. We not, gotta, not on a fly anyway. We gotta knock you in. Oh, a lot of them on the gear rides, but never on. Well, one, yeah, but one from shore I had. That's it. So. Hey, you can have to take your uh, bump board back now. You have room for it. I know. It'll fit. I'm gonna have to win one now. It'll fit perfect. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about putting my uh, my Yeti bucket up as a stripping basket. Yeah. So you're gonna let your kid take all his toys out of it? They're already out. Okay. Yeah, they're out. That's normally what we take toys in in drift boat. That's what I'll be putting all my tickets in for now this year at the beast. The Yeti win bucket? A, no, to win a bump board to get. So replace yours. Well, hey, do we have anything we want to hit on, guys? Nope. All right. Covered it. 
Let's let's kick this pig. Let's get the fuck on out of here. This show brought to you by Predator Fly Gear. Find them at PredatorFlyGear.com. Tonight's show has definitely been brought to you by the Beast of the East. If you guys need to register for Beast of the East, email Matt Dixon at N-V-M-A-I-N-C at gmail.com. I'm going to say that one time again, slower. Grab your pens, grab your pencils. N-V-M-A-I-N-C dot gmail or at gmail.com. Sims fishing, winter's coming, so their fleece, wool, all their layering, everything is just, it's the best it gets for staying warm in the winter. Yep. Eric's hooks. Get a few Eric's hooks, tie some musky flies on them, and uh, get yourself in the BCD's tournament. Go catch one. Eric'sHooks.com. Yeah, anything, you could reach them on their Facebook if you got any questions or need to find them. What's that? Musky Inc. 64, right? Nittany Valley Musky Nit- Association. Okay. Uh, Yeti. Uh, check out Yeti. I know um, Yeti.com. Chad and I just got a little Yeti uh, shipment in not too long ago. I got a dry bag. That thing's slicker. What? Yeah, it is really cool. It's uh, it, it's awesome. It, it all works. Day. It all works off of magnets. Mm-hmm. Folds right over itself. It's not Perfect bulky. You don't have to like fold it down, fold it down, click it together. It's man, seems very economical and it's gonna yeah fit nice where you told me to mm-hmm. put it. Yep. On nice. my raft. And I got a half gallon. Yeti jug. I can't wait to throw Totino pe- pizza rolls in it for wintertime musky fishing. I think so. <laughs> I love mine. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Mark has one. He can have his for cold water, and I'll throw hot Totino pizza rolls in mine. I like it. Yep. Yeah. Good, Good call. Stuff. Yeah, it was. Should just take vodka and V8, right, Mark? Little tandem. I'm sold. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind those Totinos, Mark. We're having <laughs> Blood <laughs> Mary's. Blood Mary's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, also, tonight's show brought to you by Why Not Fishing. Check them out at whynotfishing.com and check out their app, The Dock. <laughs>